Welcome to the Build Up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. This is the Build Up on Balls.ie in partnership with Labrooks. For every week, we look ahead to the biggest event of the weekend. And Premier League is back, and so are clouds, Kevin Doyle. It was a interesting weekend. Um, it was like football was somehow rebirthed. I, we didn't realise how vacuous and dull and soul-destroying it was last year until suddenly we saw what the alternative was. It just felt like normality again. Um, good games as well. Plenty of goals. Um, and like not getting off the point that you're on there, but not too many VAR instances or anything like that. It just seemed like players could celebrate, score their goals, go off and not just wait around and have to see for, for two minutes and and then have a fake celebrate. No, it just seemed like normal football again. And... Um, Really good. I thought, you know, so close to Euros and all, you're like, oh, here we go again. But it was actually really enjoyable weekend. Yeah. We'll look ahead to this weekend now, whereas obviously there's an, an, a 10 other teams getting their first home games and, and crowds, crowds being back in the stadium. And we'll play Ladbrokes 1 2 3 as well. You can see the fixtures there on your screen where Kevin will attempt to pick the scores in three games with himself 100 euro cash on ladbrokes.com. We'll get to all that. I want to start by talking about Manchester United, though. Um, Kevin, we'll talk about City in a while. We'll talk about Arsenal and possibly not as kind of like positive a story. But, you know, we've been talking about United for a long time on this show and whether, you know, how far away they were and whether there's a chance to click. Now, they beat Leeds 6-2 last year in the same fixture. So it's not really all that different. But there was, it did feel like there's a shape to this team. And when you think that the two new signings, really, Sancho, who came off the bench, and Varane, who was only finally unveiled right before the game, are still to come into the team, it does feel like things are just settling in nicely at Manchester United this season. I know. I don't want to get too carried away because it's early. The problems still exist that existed, I suppose, the week before. My main problem and how good he was, it just even makes me more frustrated, the Pogba situation and how he probably will be gone on a free at the end of the season if if any of the clubs in Europe have any money left, um, the way they're going, maybe they won't be able to afford to sign him. It could be a positive. Uh, all these clubs been under financial pressure. Man United be his only option. But um, just you know, just if he could play more consistently like that, because when he plays like that, he's the best player in the world at the moment. Um, so three assists, four assists, and all, and all fantastic. You know, um, fantastic balls, fantastic passes, and he just looks to be in the mood. And I just love to see that. From the day one since been at Man United, it's too often he's played a couple of games like that and then not been involved again for a few weeks and he goes missing again and he does something silly or whatever. I don't know. He just he seems to lack concentration or focus um, at times. I just if he can play like that and as we spoke off air, it's a con. It's his last year of his contract. No better time. He's got mm-hmm. millions of reasons to play well. So <laughs> yeah, if he plays well for Manchester United this season consistently, they have a fantastic chance with their squad of players. And again, didn't even mention Cavani. Um, yeah. To be their sort of, I suppose, himself in Greenwood or whoever they decide to play, Martial or whatever in that nine position, but Cavani as well, um, who wasn't there. So very positive after one week, one week, I know. But beating Leeds by one, Leeds are no mugs. They're well prepared for games or managers. They're good at getting team uh, points off top teams. And then they came out and, you know, blew them away, especially in that second half. It's funny how so much comes down to the form of Pogba, though, because it is that guy that links it all together and makes Bruno Fernandez somebody who can go and score a hat trick and can possibly, like you know, set free Greenwood, Sancho, 
Rashford when he comes back, etc. It all it, it is very hard to do it without Pogba because yeah. he's too good to not have in the team, as we've seen in previous years, but also without him on his game, United are just going to look so much flatter than they did uh, at the weekend. Yeah, he is, you know, he is, he can sign players and spend lots of money, but there's, you can't buy a Paul Pogba and inform on it on his day. He is a Messi or Ronaldo or the closest that you're getting, you know, at the current moment to them. Um, when he plays well, he's unplayable. Um, you know, there's not too many players I got in the world that I can think of, you know, I've mentioned the two of them, um, uh, He's he is one of them, and uh, it's just you know how can we repeat that week after week? If they can have him on form, you know, as I said, one of the top players, best players in the world. It doesn't matter what other teams do. Um, you know, he's 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 good enough to to work around that. He scores goals. He scores fantastic goals. He assists. He can be a you know he can he's that all around midfielder. He can be a defensive midfielder. He's box to box. He dribbles with the ball. He's fantastic athleticism. Fantastic skill. As you saw the weekend, fantastic vision. You know, he's just all-around top-class player. But the frustration, as I just mentioned, is can can we just see that? You know, and, and have not have his agent, his agent last year coming out with you know stupid say, Can they all just, if he's going to leave at the end of the season, can they just focus on this season and forget about that and not be coming out and unsettling the squad and, and causing risks and whatever it might be and unsettling the player? Um, just get on with the season. Yeah. We'll see if he does it at St. Mary's on Sunday is probably one of the big questions when it comes to Pogba. City were playing Norwich. You'd expect them to, to to win that game. But the Spurs game, I thought, revealed an awful lot. You know, you probably, I'd like Jack Grealish, never any good anyway, as we all, you know. <laughs> but more importantly, it's like Ferran Torres as they're kind of like, you know, false nine or whatever, not really troubling anybody. And it feels like a lot of the same players doing a lot of the same thing at the same tempo. And suddenly you have, Crowds back at the stadium. Spurs fans are brilliant on Sunday. And, you know, you have a team that's going to just hit them fast on yeah. the break. And it looked like, you know, I, I it's very early to make uh, sweeping judgments, but it seemed like it was a bit of a blueprint as to how to play against City, didn't it? Yeah, they were stale. I don't know. Like, I don't want to come right off Man City in one game. It's the same, oh, very no. similar squad to last season, and they didn't have that. You know, Aguero didn't play for a lot of last season. I remember just before Christmas and they weren't scoring goals. And it was like, they don't have a number nine. And then they figured it out. You know, they were third or fourth in the league well off the pace at that stage and they figured it out. So I can't imagine they won't figure it out again. It wasn't, you know, people were saying, well, they've lost Aguero. He didn't play for large parts of last season. So um, I have no doubt they will figure it out. You know, one game where you don't want to write them off. Tottenham at home, they're the new manager and the crowd were very good. And definitely does give you, if you're playing like Spurs and you're playing... You know, you're defending deep and you're you're trying to win the ball back and break quickly, having a crowd behind you to roar you on, do win the ball back and make those tackles and blocks and then get to get up the pitch. Definitely gives you that, you know, it's not cheesy, it's true. It, it gives you one or two percent a massive difference over the course of eleven players. Every player gets a couple of percent from that, you know. Um adrenaline rush given to you by your home support. So um might be more difficult for them this season, Man City, but you know, they have a war chest to go sign a centre forward by the sounds of it if they're still trying to get Harry Kane. Um, but it didn't cause them, as I said, didn't cause them big problems once they figured out over the course of last season. Yeah. You think they'll go, like you were saying last week about Spurs should probably just like bite the bull and get rid of Kane, give themselves yeah. some time. From City's point of view, I don't know, like did it reinforce for you? Like as you said, they might figure it out as the season goes on, but if they had the Harry Kane character in there, it does seem like it is the final piece of the puzzle. Yeah. For, uh, around it, you know? Yeah. Um, 
the, the, the need, you know, that was the thing last January. It didn't matter in the end. They went on and won the league. But um, when we're saying, what do they need to sign? You think, just go out and sign someone who just happy to stay in the box and score goals, who doesn't want to get involved in everything else. And most Man City players want to get involved in everything. They don't want to just be that guy hanging in the box. And in a game like that the other day, where they still have plenty of possession, they're creating opportunities, but they don't just have a guy who will stay in there, stay in around the six-hour box. Harry Kane just scores goals. You know he will. He's scored you know, over the last six, seven, eight seasons. Unbelievable goal-scoring record. Um, and you'd imagine he would be a big help to them. Anyone. You know, it doesn't have to be... You don't have to be the best centre-forward in the world for Man City, in my opinion. They just need a, you know, a different option. A number nine who's happy to be in there... Um, you know, and will take his chances. It doesn't have to be a Harry Kane, 150 million pound player. It can be, you know, a step below that, but they don't have that person at the moment. Someone, anyone who will just give him a different option, whether it's even off the bench, you know, anything that's not working the way we're playing against Spurs, mm. someone on who will be that totally different option for us. Yeah. Might have something to do with the fact that Pep just doesn't seem to like Gabriel Jesus for whatever reason, but... Um, okay. He didn't seem to like... Um, Aguero either. Um, no, absolutely, yeah. For all his tears, he never seemed to never seemed to want to be the team, did he? And look, we'll see. As you say, there's like you know, you imagine City are going to go and beat Norwich this weekend, and then all will be well again. Like we'll talk about Liverpool again. They were pretty impressive. They're playing. They're at home to Burnley in the first game this weekend. You'd imagine again that's going to be six out of six, and they'll come into our thoughts a little bit more as time goes on. But I think one team that are already. Uh, unfortunately for their fans, very much in our thoughts are Arsenal. Now, Chelsea were very impressive against Palace. You know, they've got Lukaku. Arsenal don't have anyone. There's talk of Aubameyang being out the door. They're hoping to get in maybe Odegaard. They seem to be focusing on getting a sub-goalkeeper, it seems. Like, if I was an Arsenal fan, I would be tearing my hair out at the moment because they were... As I, I saw somebody say it was like, this is exactly who Brentford would have wanted to play on the first day of the season. And it's a great story in itself and Brentford and the stadium and everything else. But, you know... Arsenal were there for the taking, and you could tell after five minutes that nothing had changed. Yeah, it just even looking as you said, talking about their signings, I thought they'd come out and sign some, um, you know, someone where, where everyone is up and go, yeah, they're this and they're, they're, you know, putting in a bit of an effort this season. They're trying to get everyone on side, get their fans excited. They haven't spent, haven't gone out and bought anyone where, you know, maybe they still have someone up their sleeve, and it's difficult, obviously, you're competing against a lot of teams that are trying to sign the same players, but. You know, there's nothing exciting about them. Not anything. They're going to be any different this season than they were last season. Um, they're just, you know, you feel now it's just going to be. You, you don't. You, we're talking about top four and top six. Don't even come into consideration. You don't speak about them. You feel like it's this mid-table team, um, which you know from the their 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 ownership, um, the amount of money they have, the stadium they have, the trainer they have, the club they are historically in the Premier League. You just don't. Ex- you don't expect that. Um, to be not even speaking about them, and then it just sums them up, doesn't it? You just, you know, I don't know. I don't think many people would have predicted Arsenal to win against Brentford the other day. Um, not Brentford to to get something from that game. You know, you know how comfortable it was. Probably wasn't a surprise to a lot of people. Arsenal fans probably least surprised of anyone because I don't think they've been inspired by what's gone on in the, in the summer. The club. Yeah, and it's, it's, it is hard to see them getting anything against Chelsea this weekend again. Now, we'll talk about that in a second, one, two, three. Just before we get to that, though, I have one more team I want to talk about, which is, uh, well, it's Spurs we just talked about. Like, they're, you know, on a bit of a high now, and Nuno is going back to Molyneux. And I'm just like, I mean, I'm sure he left with a lot of goodwill. He had a good, a good time there. And it did feel like after last season that it comes to a natural end. But what kind of fans are the Wolves fans, Kevin? Are they the kind of... Uh, 
rabid fans that'll get on on his nerves and go after him and maybe Doherty if he's playing or are they placid nice uh, golf tackle <laughs> um, don't get relegated two years in a row with them and they'll be fine um, <laughs> no they'll be it all depends on every instance or situation but with Nuno I can imagine there'll be nothing but round of applause to him maybe beforehand giving plenty of plenty of people there to greet him and, and shake his hand and speak to him beforehand and give you know because he left quite well um he did really well for him as a club um fantastic for them from where they were to where when he started to where when he left um, and the same with Matt Doherty he was there for a long time again he didn't leave it seemed like the club were happy for him to go so the fans Wolves fans will, will um pretty sure give a cheer actually when his name is probably called out he was there he came all the way up from league one with them and um you know, did really well in the Premier League, one of their best players for a number of years. So, no, they'll be, they're very, you know, good fans, Wolves, um, when when the time is right. And in this situation, the time is right. And if, you know, if it was a different situation, then they would give you plenty of stick, um, and deservedly so. But, no, they're brilliant fans. And once the game starts, they'll be giving the lads a bit of abuse. But yeah. beforehand, they'll be very respectful for what they did for, for the club. And, um, and uh, that's the way it should be. Yeah, yeah, fair play. That's a, sounds like they've got the right uh, the right idea there. Yeah, respect until respect is no more yeah. after, at the at the at the first whistle. Did you see him like seeing him and Ez back at the weekend? It was great. It, it is strange to kind of see. It'll take a bit of getting used to. I know he played preseason and so on, but it'll take a bit of getting used to see them in the headgear. You had your own like head injuries, obviously. Like you know that that kind of like force you to call it a day in the end. It is. I don't know if if uncomfortable is the right word, but I I actually think some like. If he is fine and he seems to be and everything is going well, it's almost like good that this happened to draw attention to the genuine head dangers that are in football in a kind of a really high profile way in that in that he's got the bandage almost to show us every time we watch Wolves or, or Mexico or whoever play with um, there from now on, really. Well, his was was horrific, wasn't it? Like it's a different situation to me. It's another Peter Cech incident, I suppose you saw that for a long time afterwards with his headgear and um, you wouldn't blame him for awareness and the same with him as um, you know he, I don't know yet it'll be it must be I'd imagine everyone's different it must be you know that first sort of going in 50-50 header in the air whatever it might be I'm sure he'd be thinking about it for a split second but um, he was a fantastic header of the ball or is a fantastic header of the ball um, you know it take a bit of getting used to for us watch I'm sure it takes a bit of getting used to for him wearing it as well and um and you know but it's it's more of a psychological thing i'd imagine than anything else um in fact he got i suppose the positives out of it he got so well looked after everything worked out well and he's back playing and that's the the positive from it and uh, and you know it didn't seem like anything was rushed or everything was was done right yeah. in his time and it's you know it's probably I'm not sure when that happened probably last October November I'd imagine um, it's taking this long for him to come back um, I'm sure it'll take him a long time to get up to speed I can't imagine you come back and I know right straight away um, but it didn't wear an egg gear and I didn't do Peter check any harm for a long long time afterwards and um, you couldn't blame him for it. Um, you know you looking after your health and you're taking every precaution and to make sure you are well able for it. but I wouldn't compare it to to me or anything. it's a totally or to anyone like that, his situation is was a was a freak, um, freak incident, and just happy to be able and well. Never mind back playing after it. So fair, fair juice to him for getting back to to this this level. Hopefully, he's able to get back to where he was before he got injured. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, best look to him. And obviously, like for Wolves' point of view, they do need him to kind of get back to that. They do, yeah, they missed him really, really much last year. They never replaced him, to be honest with you. They struggled without him. He was so important to what they did. So, um, you know, the manager leaving, they left. You thought you were talking about Nuno leaving. It was sort of like natural end, but some of that was down to him. And they never replaced him, and then they struggled after that. So, um, yeah, important, important for Wolves that he's back. Absolutely. Um, we'll do the one, two, three now before we uh, we finish up. This is uh, just uh, three of the games um, picked by uh, Ladbrokes that where you can play for free um, this weekend. You get to pick the scores in all three games. If you get one right, you get a one euro free bet. If you get two, you get a five euro free bet. And if you get all three, you win a hundred euro cash. Now look uh, with us so far uh, this season, Kevin. It's only been one week, um, but we're going to do it this week. You're going to make your picks. Uh, Brighton Watford is the Saturday evening game. Yeah, but. Fantastic start to the season. Um, Watford in particular beating Aston Villa. Very good performance, Mick, wasn't it? Um, Great performance from Watford, yeah. Yeah. yeah Ismail Sar is a good player. <laughs> Dashing your European hopes after one game. Uh, I'm going to sit on the fence and go for a one-all draw here. Evenly matched teams. Hard to, hard to um, you know, see, pick a winner from them. I'm going to go for a one-all draw between... Brighton and Watford. There we go. Great to see Shane Duffy back in the Brighton team yeah. well and man of the match as well. So um, hopefully uh, all going well there for them this season. Southampton versus Manchester United. Um, I don't know, this game still. I still think it's 6-3 when I think of this game all these years later. But uh, Southampton, they went one little up against Everton. You're thinking, oh, maybe the yeah. isn't all there. But Everton, you know, kind of did away with them in the end. It was 3-1. We already talked about Manchester United. How do you see this one going? Um, I'd worry a bit for something. I've seen a few people having them as their tip, um, you know, to be in trouble this season. But I just, Man United seem to, just, uh, that's how scared as Man United fan, you've seen so many good results over last year against teams. And you tell you what, we, we've turned a corner here and we're, we're going to, you know, push on from this and then they go the next week and don't win a game you expect them to. And that's what, you know, in the back of my head um, is going on here. But I can't go anything other than a Man United win. I go for a 3 1 away win. 3 1. Okay, that sounds good. And then the big London derby, Arsenal versus Chelsea. Uh, we've talked about Arsenal. All right. Chelsea, impressive. They've got Lukaku to come in. I don't, I think, I'd say he'll probably make this week, will he? Um, and I don't know. I, I, I can't see you not going for a Chelsea win, even if it's. Oh, a- you know, I'm, I'm not sure. It's a London derby, and it'll be so, um, you know, a shock, I suppose, in Arsenal. To last the players will be the manager, you know, you'd imagine some sort of bounce from them or show something in this game. Home to Chelsea, as I said, they got their fans there again. I'm going to do a, I'm going to go for my surprise of the train. I'm going to go for a, a one all draw on this one as well, Nick. Yeah, I'm going to. It's easy to say Chelsea are going to win the game, isn't it? That's the obvious one, but I just think Arsenal have to have something. Yeah. You know, if they lose this game, all of a sudden it's, you know, talk of crisis and manager situation blah blah i'm going to go for a bit of a bounce from arsenal one all there we go it's funny that we're picking an arsenal home draw as the kind of big shot yeah, that yeah. Doing, you know what i mean that, that's that's kind of where they are but okay well that's interesting then you've gone for two one all draws in brighton watford and arsenal chelsea and you've gone for a 3-1 win for manchester united against southampton so if all three of them win uh come true uh kevin will be winning 100 euro cash uh on labbrooks.com you can play yourself just pick the scores in all three games, if you get one right, you get a one euro free bet. If you get two, you get a five euro free bet. And if you get all three, you win a hundred euro in cash. Kevin, thanks a million. Enjoy the weekend. It's gonna it, it definitely seems like uh 
there, at least for the start of the season anyway. There's a little bit of electricity in the air. As you said, VAR might have taken a bit of a backseat and the games are enjoyable again. Definitely, Mick. And again, another good list of games this weekend. So back to normal. Back to normal. Great stuff. Kevin, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much. If you're having a bet on the Premier League or anything else that's going on in the world of sport this week, please always gamble responsibly. Visit dunlouis.net for more information. We'll be back um, with more build-up next week, and uh, we'll have lots more on our Balls.ie channels um, before then as well, so please keep an eye on that. For